Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast. Uh, great to have you all listening, watching. Hopefully you're joining the live stream more. And um, we've got the IPL show again. Another fantastic week of uh, cricket in the UAE. And as usual, we've got a friend of the show and um, a brilliant friend as well. Welcome, uh, Prasad. How are you, my friend? Hi, Bharat. Uh, very good to be here again. As always, wait for the Saturday, 1.30 p.m. I think uh, it's great to be chatting with you as always. I'm uh, doing good. Uh, been a good good week of cricket. Uh, how about you? How are you doing? Yeah, it's been a good week. Um, busy at work and then obviously uh, catching the cricket as much as uh, I can. But uh, again, a fascinating week and I've got a lot of questions for you. And hopefully um, you'll help me and the uh, listeners and people watching in terms of what's happening in uh, the UAE. Um, how's your week been? Yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's been good. I mean, uh, I think we've been subject to a couple of lopsided games as well as a couple of tight ones. But overall, I think the teams are shaping up really well. Uh, you know, a few teams not doing well, but I think you'll be the most happiest person at this stage with the Delhi Capitals having topped the table. <laughs> Uh, you know, probably the viewers would love to hear your views on that as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a great, uh, great week of cricket again. Yeah, I am very happy, and um, I'm glad the the boys are performing. I've got really good comments on Virat as well in terms of uh, the Capitals. Uh, but before we move on to uh, what's happening this week, I just wanted your take on something that I was uh, speaking to um, Nevin about in another show that. Um, uh, with the football and it being pretty much every single day uh, because of the lockdown, all the matches are covered. What's it like covering the IPL? Because it's non-stop. It's every single day. And um, are you are you feeling the strain? Are you feeling uh, work overload or are you still enjoying it? I know we're into the third week and it's another doubleheader weekend. So your weekend's already sorted. But uh, how are you finding it, watching cricket and covering cricket every single day? Yeah, I think for five months uh, since March, we were all starved of quality action and uh, we were waiting for the IPL to start because that was going to be the lead up to the you know World Cup and obviously the upcoming series against Australia. But you know the IPL is something that all of us have been waiting for and now that it's here, I don't think anyone, any one of us can take our attention off it. Uh, and anyway, it's just one match per day and uh, only on the double-header day, uh, du double-header days on Saturday and Sunday. It just needs probably three, four hours extra. But uh, for the love of cricket, we'll do anything. And I don't think it's training at all because uh, I think uh, given the fact that, uh, you know, cricket is, uh, we've been off cricket for so long. Now to see it back on the screens and to write about it, to talk about it, I think it's great. And it's not too much of a strain because I've got into a very fixed schedule now. Um, I sleep at 12, 12.30, maybe one uh, at night. And then I wake up at seven and work starts all the way until midnight. So, it's fun. It's definitely fun covering it, and um, yeah, I think it's not strain. Uh, it's not a strain at all. That's good to hear. And um, how's the uh, reception in India? I know last week we said that um, it's getting brilliant. I think the coverage has been brilliant. The way it's organised is, I think we said before, the EBCCI have done an amazing job. Um, what's the feeling back home in terms of the IPL and um, how it's going into the third week or fourth week now? I think it's definitely gardening and garnering a lot more interest because there are a couple of things we've seen not happening before. For example, you know, the Chennai Super Kings, um, they haven't performed well, which is very surprising. Uh, that has really got more crowds in, you know, people want to know why they're not performing well. We've seen youngsters doing fantastically well when given the chance. You know, a lot of youngsters have taken up opportunities in both hands and performed. So I think it's a very different IPL when compared to what it was in the earlier seasons. And People are obviously loving every single minute of it. Um, you can see on social media, uh, people are very invested into the IPL and even around us, you know, uh, at home and even outside our extended family and friends, everyone's talking about the IPL. So everyone's watching it. And I think that's pretty much the only thing people can watch apart from binging a couple of shows on Netflix or Amazon. So yeah, I think IPL is all that we've got right now. And uh, given the way it's, it's you know, uh, been so far, I think... Uh, there's a very promising time ahead as well. And in terms of not having the crowd atmosphere here, in uh, just to compare it, it, with the football here, people are now getting a little bit tired with no crowds in the stadium. You know, the the um, 
the impact of the football is not the same. Are people still enjoying it without the crowd, or are you seeing a bit of a change without that atmosphere of having a huge crowd supporting each team? Yeah, I think it's definitely a different uh, atmosphere to be on the ground. I mean, in the stadium and uh, enjoy the match. But having said that, uh, again, you know, people were starved of cricket for five, six months, and now that it's back on the screens, they're happy to watch it on TV and uh, you know, in, uh, in the luxury of their houses and you know, be with family and friends and enjoy the game together. So I think people have got used to the fact that they won't be able to uh, watch the matches in the stadiums this season. But at the same time, you know, it's the IPL, it's, uh, it's the biggest sport festival and uh, people are happy to enjoy it from home as per uh, what I've seen and uh, observed on social media as well. That, uh, that's good to hear. But uh, some people that might not be enjoying it, and um, it's especially surprising after our first show, is uh, King's 11 Punjab. Um, we were really, you know, excited about the, the way they were playing. They were unlucky to lose a game or two in the first week. Since then, things have just not gone well to them, considering uh, the players they've got. And we spoke about it in terms of the bowling uh, with Chris Jordan and Shami, then the batting with Gael um, and, and, and the like. What's gone wrong with Kings Eleven Punjab? I think uh, right now, if you look at, uh, in hindsight, if you look at their matches, they've completely lost it with their, either their bowling or their middle order. Uh, I think they invested very heavily on uh, Glenn Maxwell when they bought him for 10.75 crore in the auction. But unfortunately, the Aussie hasn't had uh, a very good season so far. I think he's hardly scored 50 runs in five matches he's played so far. And uh, he hasn't looked at his best. And I think they're really dependent on him for a lot of runs in the middle order. But uh, Mayank Agarwal and uh, you know Kale Rahul putting up the show at the top of the order, we were all expecting a lot from them as well. But on odd days when they failed in their matches, you can see that the middle order hardly stepped up. Except the other day when Nicholas Puran scored that 70-odd against uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad. There's been no other innings of prominence for the Kingsland Punjab apart from the top two scoring runs. So, I think that is a big area of concern. And of course, they're bowling as well. You know, they invested heavily on Sheldon Cottrell as well. Uh, it was expected that Shami and Cottrell will lead the bowling attack. But Mohammad Shami has looked... Uh, He's, he's looked a pale shadow of what he promises to bring to the table. And uh, Sheldon Cottrell has been inconsistent as well. And they've had the basic problem with the Kingsland and Punjab is that they've had so much of chopping and changing in the squad that they don't have options to bank on. You know, uh, In D20 cricket specifically, the role of an all-rounder is very, very important in the side. And they do have a fair share of all-rounders with Jimmy Nisham, uh, Krishna Pagautam, uh, Deepak Kuda, but the point is they've not been able to settle into one eleven, and that's really hurt their cause because now with Chris Gale possibly replacing Glenn Maxwell in today's match against the Knight Riders, they won't have that sixth bowling option which Glenn Maxwell is going to give them. <laughs> now they'll have to completely depend on five, uh, four, four proper overs from their five bowlers, and if their bowlers get tonked all over the place, they'll need to depend on Chris Gale for bowling and. I can't remember the last time that he bowled. So, I think it's going to be quite an issue for them if uh, the bowlers don't come to the party. And this has been an issue for them. So, I think if they don't sort out their playing 11 and stop making, uh, you know, three, four changes every game, uh, I don't see them coming out of the last position on the points table. Yeah, and it, it is surprising when all the players that you mentioned and the start they've had, and obviously Mayank and KL are in the run. Vishnu uh, is the young guy is still taking wickets and he brought the team back the other day with his bowling um, but uh, too much pressure on Gale and his impact because we know he's not the Chris Gale of even a couple of years ago um, is it make or break with them with Chris Gale and how he performs I think they uh, they've realized that they need someone at the top who can give them runs so that they can evenly divide their resources because now with Chris Gale coming in, what he does is he gives them that dominating factor at the top. And KL Rahul can ease into his innings. Earlier, we saw you know either Mayank Agarwal or KL Rahul needing to play that aggressor's role right up front. That is an option that Chris Gale will give them if he starts firing. That you know he'll give them quick runs. Uh, and he'll, he'll be a dominating force at the top. And then with Nicholas Purun to follow, Mandeep Singh, Prabhsim Singh. Uh, it will be a slightly more balanced side. But having said that, uh, as you mentioned, you know, everything's fallen on the shoulders of Rahul and Mayang. And in the last two, three innings, we've seen KL Rahul really uh, sort of needing to patiently play out his innings. He hasn't been able to play with freedom. And that's possibly true the fact that the team's not winning either. And he's having to take all the responsibility of scoring the runs. 
Um, so I, I really hope that the addition of Chris Gale to the top uh, really bring, changes their fortunes. And uh, we know that Chris Gale is definitely a match winner. And uh, I am I'm a huge fan of Chris Gale. I mean, I, I've spoken it, I've spoken about this multiple times. I wanted Gale to be there from the first match, but uh, of course they went with a different team combination. And uh, hopefully, if Gale does fire for them in the first two games, they might really see a change in fortunes in their upcoming games as well. I think they might have been hoping that uh, with Chris Gale coming back today, that they would be playing uh, the KK uh, uh, in uh, Sharjah uh, with a smaller yeah. ground. And I think they. Uh, there would have been uh, some fireworks if uh, Chris Gale got going. But it's a very tough game for them today. And uh, we mentioned about CSK last week, a must-win game. But um, today, is it a must-win game for Punjab? Because like you said, they're at the bottom of the table at the moment uh, with only one win. And there have been very, a couple of very close games. But like you said, in the past week, where they've lost two games quite comfortably, yeah. um, this is a must well, it has to be a must win game for them, and it's against a very tough KKR as well, who's just uh, getting back into some sort of form. Yeah, the Night Raiders have uh, started finding form, and um, you know, they look at dangerous side now because with Rahul Tripathi giving them those 81 runs at the top against CSK, I think it's added a lot of solidity to the top. Uh, Sunil Narayan was more of an experiment uh, that didn't really work out uh, for the Night Riders. And, I think him coming in at number four and taking on the spinners from the word go would possibly be a lot better choice than the Pacers attacking him up front with the you know body line bowling or short bowling that he really couldn't uh, uh, you know adjust to uh, hit later on. But having said that, you know obviously the Kingsland Punjab have to win this match because if they lose this game, they'll then have six losses from seven games and then they need to win the rest of their seven matches to have a sure shot qualification in the playoffs. Otherwise, they'll have to depend on net run rate and, uh, you know, results from other teams. And it, it's they've just basically dug themselves into a hole where they possibly come up, can't come out of it unless they get some very special performances from three to four players in one match. And that hasn't been the case because we saw even in the last game that only Nicholas Puran stood up. None of the other batsmen could do anything. And the bowlers, you know, uh, they did go for runs. They did pick up wickets. But at the end of it, they did manage to pull back a fair bit to be, uh, you know, to give them credit because... The Sunrisers were 160 for no loss at the end of 15 and they finished with only 2 not one So, uh, if the bowlers manage to hold uh, hold on to their strengths and bowl to their uh, skills, I think um, Kings 11 do have a chance. But having said that, the batting unit will need to fire in unison. And if they don't, um, I think they'll, they'll, be in a whole, they'll be in a whole world of trouble today as well. Yeah, and but just me. Uh, yeah, and I, I agree with your um, assessment of uh, Kings Eleven Punjab and uh, the issues they've got to uh, overcome today. Uh, but KKR, and you mentioned uh, Rahul Tripathi, and they made the change. They tried uh, Sunil and Ryan at the top uh, for a few games. It just didn't work. Um, and uh, a brilliant innings by the um, I was the uh, well, he's a bit of a veteran at 29, Rahul Tripathi. Um, brilliant innings. Is he a natural opening batsman? And what, what was the reason that he wasn't playing ahead of Narayan and they kept Narayan going so long at the top when he wasn't working? Well, uh, I mean, they, they did try and open with Narayan because he was pretty much a, uh, a wicket that they were willing to lose if he gave them quick runs, but that wasn't the case. As for Tripathi, he has opened in the past. You know, he did play in the middle order for RPS. Uh, he did play. He has played at the top. He's basically a floater who can play different roles. And he did perform really well, uh, you know, in that match against the Delhi Capitals when he and Ian Morgan almost pulled off a run heist uh, in Sharjah. But, uh, of course, you know, that, that skill to play. And he's a natural batsman and he's not a pinch hitter. And of course, the fact that he was pushed up the top and he did really well just goes on to show that he has a lot of shots in his repertoire. And um, he's someone who can give you quick runs as well as rotate strike and, uh, you know, obviously uh, accumulate runs. So I think uh, it was a very, very wise move. What this means for Kolkata Knight is that Sunil Narayan can focus more on his bowling and they will need him to deliver with the ball more than with the bat because uh, what Kuldeep Yadav's... Um, bad form and him being on the bench really means for them is that Sunil Narayan and Varun Chakravarti are the only two spinners they can bank on. And if Narayan has to focus on his batting, then his bowling takes a hit. So, by sending Tripathi up the order, they're giving Narayan a chance to focus more on his bowling. And I think that's a masterstroke uh, that they've pulled off. That's one masterstroke. But the other one that's confusing me is Ian Morgan's um, batting uh, position. 
Um, why, why is he coming so low, considering what a class act he is? Yeah, 100%. You know, we all know that he's a match winner and he's turned games around single-handedly. Uh, going back to that match against the Delhi Capitals in Sharjah, he took on Rabada. And the way that, you know, uh, he really constructed that innings, it just seemed like he was flawless. And last match, he did come in at number four. Uh, I think they will stick to that because Dinesh Karthik, uh, he came in at number three, four, five. It didn't work out for him. And I think he'll stick to that number seven position. Send Morgan at four, Russell at five, or maybe Narayan at four, Morgan at five, Russell at six, then Karthik at seven. But again, it depends on the situation. And uh, Ian Morgan's obviously a proven customer. And in case the Knight Riders lose early wickets, um, he'll be pushed up the order to sort of uh, give solidity to that uh, batting performance and uh, make sure that he stays till the end for those fireworks as well. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a natural for number four. I think he should come in at number four. And when you look at the team with... Um, Tripathi, Gill, Rana, and then Morgan. And then obviously you've got the option of Russell or Narayan, depending on the uh, match situation. All of a sudden, it's looking a very solid uh, batting order. And we know that with the bowling, you, know, you mentioned the other, but uh, with uh, Mavi and Nagarkoti and obviously uh, Pat Cummings, all of a sudden that unit is looking uh, very good. Yeah, I think uh, they definitely have a good mix of youth and uh, experience. Uh, experience mainly in the form of Pat Cummins because the others, Ma, Nagarkoti, Mavi, uh, Varun Chakravarti, are not as experienced. <laughs> sorry, as experienced as the other bowlers. But having said that, uh, you know Russell has been given quite an interesting role in this whole IPL. He's coming and bowling at the death, and uh, we know that he can crack up the pace and also, uh, you know, surprise batsmen with the odd pump up. And I think he's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, he did really well against CSK as well. So, I think it's a it's a good mix uh, of pace and uh, spin that they have. And um, I think they're looking uh, really good right now. And, and um, make the most out of Russell and, uh, and uh, you know, Ian Morgan. I think they're a very good unit and uh, they can really challenge for the top four positions. Uh, talking of experience, there's only one team when we can when we mention that word, and it's CSK. And you mentioned them at the start, and in terms of uh, the reception in India as to what's going wrong with CSK, we said last week, you know, it's a must-win game um, uh, last week against uh, Kings Eleven Punjab, which it was, and they did, they performed, and what an incredible innings by the uh, Faf and Shane Watson. But then they didn't back it up with the uh, game against. Um, uh, KKR, and um, you would normally think that that case was gettable. The previous years, you would have banked on CSK with the likes of uh, Dhoni and the experience they have, uh, they would have chased down, but they struggled. And they've struggled chasing. They've, played, they've chased every single game, but they've just not managed to do what they used to do in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think it's to do with the fact that uh, they've depended on Suresh Rana quite a bit in the past seasons and no one's really been able to uh, fully occupy that spot, that void that he's left behind. Order obviously looks rusty because Dhoni himself said that he didn't have match practice before the tournament and, you know, he needed to um, get a few matches under his belt to really make an impact. And uh, Kedar Jadav has looked really awful. I think the other day, Stephen Fleming spoke about how he was actually sent to attack the spinners. But uh, eventually, you know, he missed uh, so many deliveries and uh, he failed a lot of dot balls. And uh, I think Dhoni will probably make a change. I mean, obviously, Dhoni believes in that philosophy of needing to back his 11. And, but the other day, we saw Piyush Chawla being uh, benched for Karan Sharma and that really worked. So, but I think the fact that Kedar Jadav has been a proven finisher for India will work in his favour. But... I think the batting unit is looking very pale. Uh, the middle order really hasn't uh, put up a good show. Uh, it's basically, again, a musical chairs in that middle order that's, uh, you know, sort of hurt their cause. And if Dhoni continues to come in at number four, uh, followed by probably Jadeja, Sam Karan and uh, Jadav, I think they might get some, uh, uh, at least they'll get a uniform pattern of their batting. But otherwise, it looks very, very uns unsettled, that batting lineup, and that's been the cause for their... Uh, losses so far. Yeah, and you, when you look at uh, their squad, um, I don't know if there's a player that they can bring in that make a big change. I mean, we mentioned uh, Chris Gell coming into Kings eleven Punjab, that that might, uh, might make a big difference to them. He's uh, a big impact player, but um, Chennai don't have those sort of options. 
Yeah, they don't have backups for sure because uh, the backups they have are Uttaraj Gaikwad. Um, you know, they've got Murli Vijay, they've got Narayan Jagdish, and all these players have done well in the domestic circuit, but they haven't been world beaters in the IPL. Obviously, Gaikwad and um, Jagdish and playing their first season of the IPL. Uh, you know, it's it's hard because the Chennai Super Kings have often backed on experience in their side. And Gaikwad was given a fair run uh, in the middle order, and Vijay was given a good run at the top uh, with uh, you know Watson and Watson not doing well, so Vijay had to do well. But that didn't work for them, and they benched both these players and got back Faf at the top with Watson, Raidu at number three, and uh, that's not really done too much of a difference to their cause. I think a lot of people are asking for Sam Curran to be promoted up the order to give them that left hand, left left uh, left hand batting advantage. And he's someone who can really turn on the screws right from ball one. We've seen that uh, how he's gone and the aggressive in every single game that he's played. And if he gives them those quick runs at the top, that could possibly make it a little bit easier for probably Dhoni, Kedar Jadav, and Jadeja to follow. But uh, I think they're trying to stick to the same old philosophy of needing to back their best batsman at the top. And unfortunately, that's not paid off in all the games, barring that one game against um, Kingsland Punjab. So. They will definitely need to sort out that middle order, and if they don't, um, they're just going to uh, lose more games in the IPL. Yeah, and I agree with uh, what you said about uh, Sam Curran. I think he's an incredible player, a uh, young player, and uh, and ball and fielding. He's a complete all rounder, and uh, if he can come in a little bit higher um, and um, get those uh, quick runs, it could make a difference. But um, in terms of, uh, I know they've got um, a big. Uh, uh, backroom back staff and um, uh, coaches and what have you, but is it Donny that runs runs the show there? Do you think he's got that much influence? And it's him being, for want of a better word, stubborn in terms of he's very loyal to the core uh, of his players. Uh, do you think um, he makes the changes he decides? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we've, we've seen it earlier as well when uh, Kasi Viswanathan, who's the CEO of CSK, has said before that they've left all the decisions to Dhoni to, uh, you know, get his side out on, like, the side is playing 11, who he wants in the side, who he doesn't. And, uh, I mean, I, I think I think the whole issue there is that he doesn't back himself to play a good knock. And uh, that's why he's he came way lower down the order in the previous games. But yesterday, he came in number four. And I think um, maybe in this IPL, it's the perfect way to sort of uh, experiment with other choices. You know, Sam Curran coming up the order and playing uh, guys like Kedar Jadav and Jadeja lower. But I think, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure why they're not willing to experiment because we've seen how well experiments have worked in the IPL so far with uh, Narayan last season. He worked well. Um, so I, I think they need to sort of try and figure out a way that they can... Uh, fix a fix a batting order at least in major situations, but that's not happening with them. And the constant shuffling in that batting order has really hurt their cause. And I think with Dhoni taking all those major decisions, um, he'll need to take a little bit more responsibility, bat at number four, and have people uh, contributing around him. So you must be really looking forward to a win today for your boys in the second game today. Yeah, I mean, hopefully because it's it's. It's more of now a that we've talked than, about uh, uh, now that we've talked about all the problems CSK has and uh, the lack of options they have to turn it around. This must be a very comfortable position as an RCB fan going into a game against CSK. Well, after that match against the Kingsland Punjab, I don't know if I can be too comfortable right now because with the openers doing so well, uh, you know we have had a few issues with the ball. Um, obviously, Washington Sundar will be crucial for us in the power play because if he can. Bowl the way he's been bowling, you know, his uh, his economy is less than five. So if he can bowl the way he's been bowling in all these matches, um, I think. And if we sort of restricted the restrict them from scoring runs early, that'll put more pressure on their middle order. And I think, um, you know, we have a good chance of sort of restricting them to a to a low total. And it was good to see uh, Virat back in form last week against the oh, Royals. Absolutely. I mean, I think it was definitely overdue and uh, we were all hoping to uh, see him do well, you know, because uh, obviously being the captain of the side, uh, he's someone we've depended on for runs apart from maybe de Villiers. And it's good to see that he's forming. He scored a 70, he scored a 40. And I think um, he'll be a very crucial part of today's side against Chennai Super Kings as well. And um, if you, if I put you in Virat's uh, uh, shoes, how do you beat TSK today? 
if you win, let's say you win the toss. Yeah, the Chennai Super Kings have had their issues chasing this season. Uh, and I think the best, best decision would be to actually bat first, put up a good amount of runs on the board and uh, back the bowlers to do well. Because if we get Chris Morris into the side today, he adds that extra dimension um, up front and at the depth. So, I think batting first would be the ideal choice because we've got good batsmen. You know, we've got Finch, Padikal, Kohli, De Villiers, you know, Moin Ali is a good addition. So, I think we've got the batters to put up a good score. And um, if we put uh, early pressure on CSK with the ball in hand, then um, we could be in a good position to pick up a win today. And obviously, uh, they've got, uh, again, uh, brilliant uh, innings against uh, the Royals. But then um, it, it, the inconsistency of... Um, but do you think it was because it was the Delhi Capitals and that was the reason for the loss that they are a, a, a different class at the moment compared to the other teams? Well, apart from Mumbai, obviously, and we'll speak about them in a minute. But uh, RCBs against Delhi Capitals was well below par. Yeah, I think so, because uh, all the batsmen failed to put up a show barring Kohli. Um, I think they were just trying to be a little too aggressive and that really didn't help the cause. And obviously, Navdeep Saini and Yuzvendra Chahal had an off day. Um, you know, they got hit for a, for plenty of runs and uh, it just left Kohli with no other options to go and look at as strike bowlers. So, I think overall, it was an off, <coughs> sorry, it was an off day for both the bowling unit and the batting unit. And uh, hopefully they've learned from their mistakes. And uh, against the Chennai Super Kings, they'll they'll probably look to exploit that whole issue of the middle order and no quality pacers. You know, pacers who can bring raw pace into the equation. And um, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that our boys sort of uh, put up a good show with both bat and ball and uh, pick up a win. That's all I can ask. Because otherwise, my WhatsApp and Instagram is going to be flooded with memes about uh, CSK wins, and it's all going to be a uh, Horrible day, taking it into tomorrow as well. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine um, when you. Well, that's the problem when you put your neck on the line and you put your allegiance to a team. Uh, when they list the arrivals, you're going to get some messages for sure. Uh, but don't yeah. worry, I won't be one of them. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to the game incredibly. Uh, and uh, another one that we have to say is uh, we said it last week. I don't know how many weeks we can go towards saying it, but it's a must-win game for CSK. They must know that but against an RCB team that want to get into the playoffs. Uh, so it should be incredible. Virat versus Donny is always an amazing show, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but one team I'm surprised as to where they are, and um, it's the Sunrisers. And I don't know if it's because the fixtures they had this week and they got the win against um, Kings Eleven Punjab, and we've spoken about the issues Kings Eleven Punjab is having. Um, how, how do you think uh, Sunrisers are doing, and um, how will they be able to cope with the loss of... Um, Bowie. Yeah, it's undoubtedly a very big loss because uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar was the strike bowler and, uh, you know, obviously Rashid Khan will have all the pressure on him to perform. But off late, we've seen Rashid Khan saying that he really thrives under pressure and um, they have the top four to really get the job done with the bat. You know, Warner, West, or Williamson, they're very big names in the T20 circuit and, you know, world cricket as a whole. So, they're, they're going to be very, very crucial. Um, with Bhuvneshwar Kumar not there, I don't think the Sunrisers can win matches with their bowling unless Rashid Khan picks up two or three wickets and then, you know, he exposes the middle orders early or even the lower middle order and uh, the rest of the bowlers can chip in. Natarajan's looked fantastic with his Yorkers uh, and he brings that left-arm variation. But having said that, again, Khalil Ahmed, Sandeep Sharma, uh, Siddharth Kaul aren't bowlers who have lit the IPL on fire. And uh, the pressure will undoubtedly, undoubtedly be on Rashid Khan because I think teams have opted for a cautious approach uh, while trying to play him out this season. Uh, they know that he's the strike bowler and he's someone who can really make an impact altogether. So, they've tried to play him out um, as much as they can. But uh, if Sunrisers try and win the season, I think they'll, they can win it only with their batting because they don't have too many bowling resources they can bank on apart from Rashid Khan. So, uh, it's it's not surprising that they find themselves there because with Bhuvneshwar having missed two matches, um, you know, it's it's always hard for them to find their bearings. And uh, it's good that they put up 2 not one on the board in the previous match and Rashid Khan was able to get crucial wickets, including that of Puran on the penultimate ball of his uh, four overs. So, I think there'll be a lot of dependence on Rashid Khan and uh, it'll definitely come down to how teams play him out and uh, try and make sure that he doesn't pick up too many wickets. 
and you mentioned um, uh, you know, the batting order, and when you look at the batting order, and they've not actually clicked as a unit altogether yet, but I think that might be the one that actually takes them over the line if they are to get into the playoffs, because with Warner, obviously Bairstow, and then the incredible Williamson, and then um, um, Manish Pandey, obviously the young man is there. But um, I don't know if you've... Um, uh, had any news? I certainly have missed it if I've heard. But are they going to replace Bovi? I mean, he's, you can't replace somebody of his class. But um, are they going to bring somebody in? Yeah, they uh, replaced Bhuvneshwar with this uh, left-arm seamer called Prithviraj Yara. Uh, he played for the uh, Kolkata Knight Riders in previous seasons. So uh, he again brings that left-arm uh, variation into the side. Now they have three right-arm pacers and they have three left-arm pacers, excluding Billy Stanlake and Holder. Uh, they've got Khalil, Natarajan and Prithiraj Yara giving them left-arm. They've got Sandeep Sharma, Siddharth Kaul and uh, Basil Thampi giving them the right-arm. So I think they've got a lot of options, but uh, you know it's similar to how we would go in uh, into our engineering exams with a whole lot of options, a lot of uh, topics to write on, but eventually we'd be struggling because they'd give us one important topic and we wouldn't be able to write on that. So I think if they're <laughs> given, if, if we take the death, death bowling profile as one, um, it's something that might trouble the Sunrisers because in the last game, what was interesting to note is that um, very early on in the contest, um, KL Rahul sold Mayank Agarwal down the river. Agarwal got uh, run out early and then KL Rahul himself struggled for a 16-ball 11. And the batting didn't really click at all. And that is why David Warner could hold back Rashid Khan uh, for a later part of the game. And that's where he made the most impact. So, I think it will come down to how teams take early advantage of that um, rather poor bowling resources or rather poor bowling show from the Pacers and uh, try and get Rashid Khan into the attack very early so that they can maximize the rest of the overs in their batting. Yeah, and they've got a... Uh, uh, I was going to say an easy game, but that's probably unfair in the IPL because you said it many times there's no easy games but they're playing the Royals at the moment who are not in the best of form so I th do you think they've been well I was going to say lucky in terms of they've had Kings 11 Punjab this week and they've got the Royals tomorrow so uh, you know the chances of a, a win uh, are really good tomorrow yeah for sure I mean uh, it, it's going to be a very interesting battle because I think Jofra Archer will be eager to get that top order out early we saw he did really well against the Capitals removing both openers. But uh, yeah, I mean, if Jofra Archer manages to run through that top order of uh, Besto, Warner, Williamson, I think um, the Sunrisers' middle order will be exposed early. And we've seen the youngsters, you know, Priyamgar got a half century, but uh, I don't, I'm not sure if they can construct a big knock. Having said that, I think, the, I think uh, you might be very happy with the fact that Ben Stokes will be returning for the Royals. And uh, he's one man who can completely change the complexion of a game altogether on his own. Um, he'll be itching to go. Obviously, he's had his problems, but you know, cricket is a is a profession, and um, he'll be he's he's more of a profession. He's more of a professional player than anyone else. Uh, he gives them uh, depth in terms of batting and bowling. So, if the Royals manage to field him in the game against the Sunrisers, I think he'll be a very big impact player for them, and they might just see a reversal in fortunes uh, if Ben Stokes is back. Yeah, we mentioned with Kings Eleven Punjab, Chris Gell coming in, and I was going to bring. Uh, the uh, the uh, the addition of um, uh, Ben Stokes to the Royals, and uh, I think he's finished his quarantine, so he's available tomorrow. Uh, I know he's been in New Zealand uh, with his father, but he's come back uh, to play the IPL. Um, and like you said, he's a huge impact player. I mean, with bat and bowl, and uh, incredible player. And um, hoping that he plays tomorrow, because uh, I, I don't know if you can confirm, but his quarantine period is over now, and he's available tomorrow. Yeah, that's what that's what we're hearing. That um, you know he landed on Sunday, so he's done with his six-day quarantine uh, today. So he must be available tomorrow to play. And uh, if he's available, he's definitely going to come in straight in at the expense of Andrew Ty, and uh, he will give them four overs. Uh, you know, subject to his fitness and also depth of the bat. So I think um, I think he might be available for tomorrow's game. Well, I hope so because um, it'll be really good to see him back because he missed the. Uh last round of the series here. Like I said, he had to go to uh, New Zealand, so that'll be incredible. But yeah. the biggest game that we've got to look forward to is on Monday, and uh, we've left the uh, top two teams um, till last uh, Mumbai Indians, are being Mumbai Indians, as usual. They are 
in contention already uh, for the title in the form that they have. But the Delhi Capitals, I mean, we said in the previous show that um, that's a team that a lot of people, and you said, I think, uh, that they've got a lot of backing uh, at the, before the start of the tournament in terms of um, being potential winners. Uh, and they got really high praise from Virat the other day. Um, they're looking a very, very good unit. Oh, they're looking fantastic. You know, I think uh, just before the game that they played yesterday, Simran Hetmaya was the only one who hadn't got a decent hit. And yesterday, he really, really took the attack to the opposition and he looked in fantastic form. Um, I think they look a very, very well-rounded unit. Prithvi Shah has gotten starts. He's got half-century. Um, Shikhar Dhawan, you know, he's got starts, but he hasn't converted them. But he could be just a game away from a good knock. The middle order was obviously looking fantastic. Shreya Sire, Rishabh Pant, match winners on that day. Marcus Toynis has really, really added another dimension to that side with ball and with his finishing. And obviously, Aksar Patel, he's the most economical spinner in the IPL. In Sharjah to do so well, two overs, eight runs for one wicket. I think it was a phenomenal effort from him and Ashwin. Uh, two of, uh, four overs, 22 runs, two wickets. I think it was great to see the spinners doing well in Sharjah. And that's just a testament to how good they're feeling about and uh, their performance and how good they're backing themselves to come good. So, I think they're a very well-rounded unit. And let's not forget, obviously, Kahiso Rabada and Andrik Nokia. They're like a double-barreled weapon which is ready to strike at any time, uh, that bowling unit. And Harshal Patel, obviously, with all of his cutters and those variations. And what's interesting to note about the captains, you know, is that despite having uh, reserve players like Ishan Sharma, Ajinkya Rahane, they're having to warm the benches because they have so many more talented players. And that just speaks volumes about how they've backed their core of youngsters and they have even resources to bank on. So, I think they're genuinely title contenders for this season. And like you said, all the players uh, have got a good knock uh, behind them. And when you look at the batting order, we said before that it's an incredible young batting order as well with a lot of talent, Indian talent as well. But like you and again, you mentioned the bowling unit with Ashwin and Aksar and Rabada and Norte and um, Stone is uh, coming in as well. It just looks, uh, doesn't have seem, doesn't seem to at the moment um, have any weak links. My only worry is that... Um, are they peaking too early? Because obviously we know this is a a long tournament, 14 games, and then you've got the knockout games. And to continuously perform in each of those uh, uh, stages is very, very difficult. I think that that's going to be the real test for them to continue this sort of level of form. Yeah, there's no doubt that they need to maintain the consistency. Um, but I, I really feel that they've got the players to really step up in every given game because... Uh, you know, in the T20 format, you've got only 20 overs to bat, 20 overs to bowl. And if you've got one guy scoring you that 60, 70, and the others can rally around him and score 20s and 30s, and you can really take that score up to 170, 180. And the bowlers will obviously, um, you know, have their impact in four overs. And they've got quality bowling attack, you know, Rabada, Nokia, Aksar, Ashwin, and Harshal Patel. Marcus Ton is obviously chipping in with his medium pace. So, I think they've got a very, very solid unit. Uh, they've got players who they can bank on really on any given day. And yesterday was the prime example. You know, the top order failed. None of the batsmen could get going. But then we saw Marcus Toynis and Hedmeyer stepping up to the plate and, you know, performing. So, that's the hallmark of a great team that they can have backups in batting and in bowling. And um, definitely, you know, uh, that's the reason why the Capitals are topping the table. And um, they're looking like a really, really classy team uh, so far in the competition. Absolutely. Like you said, uh, I'm very, very happy at the moment, but um, quietly um, you know, nervous as well that uh, every team has a blip and I'm hoping a blip comes during the league stage so they can pick themselves up uh, once the players come because I think um, I'm very, uh, they're pretty much a show-in already uh, for the players. The other team that is pretty much a show-in for the players, as always, is the Mumbai Indians. Um, they're just a machine, aren't they? They keep uh, rolling on. And uh, another player that you mentioned earlier, um, Surya Kumar uh, with an incredible innings the other day um, against uh, the Royals. Um, they just um, keep on winning, keep on producing. I mean, they are they are defending champions for a reason, and uh, that one reason is that they backed the core of players, both um, Indian and foreign, because you know they backed Quinton Dickock to open the batting with Rohit Sharma. They bought Surya Kumar Yadav. Surya Kumar, Ishan Kishan, Kair, uh, Hardik Pandya, Krunal Pandya, Jasprit Bumrah. These five players have been an integral part of that Mumbai Indians unit. And Kairan Pollard, obviously, in that middle order, adds that 
firepower you know that west indies bring to the party so i think they're looking like a fantastic unit um, there's nothing to complain at all in that unit um trent bolt and james pattinson you know uh, i'll be honest james pattinson has surprised me a fair bit because uh, i i didn't consider him as someone who could um, you know possibly do well in the ipl but he has done really well and uh, it's it's worked for them you know uh, saurabh tiwari benched in place of um, ishan kishan i think he scored that 99 against rcb and since then everyone has performed last match surya kumar yadav was due and he really showed up to the party so i think the only probably weak link in that side would be that rahul chahar hasn't looked his best mm. but once the pitches start turning in abu dhabi and dubai uh, yesterday we saw that the spinners got a little bit of grip even in sharja so i think it'll be interesting to see if he can make an impact and uh, if he does that's pretty much a side which um, you know they probably wouldn't want to change until whatever position they reach in this year's ipl but let, let me tell you a very interesting stat uh, or rather an observation uh, to keep you happy before your match against the mumbai indians on monday uh, it was chris jordan's birthday and the kings and punjab lost it was washington sundar's birthday and rcb lost yeah day before was dwayne bowers birthday and the chennai super kings lost do you want to take a guess whose birthday it is on monday um it's not rohit is it Hardik Pandya. <laughs> Hardik Pandya. <laughs> well, you know, if it's Hardik Pandya, there's bound to be a party, so hopefully that might affect him. But uh, the way the uh, Capitals are playing at the moment, um, I, I'm very confident going into that game. Uh, just Absolutely. points before, uh, something on the back of what you just said. Um, if it was a football game, and I keep going back to football because it, it's, it's one of the things I can relate to, that uh, if it was a football game and this was a tournament, um, the managers might be holding back something knowing that you're going to play this team in the knockout stages do you think that will happen on monday or is the competition just too fierce and they'll be going out to win not holding back or keeping any secrets till they meet because the chances are they will meet at some stage maybe in the playoffs yeah i think uh, i think that we will need to bring into consideration that these players are coming into the tournament on uh, after you know 5 6 month break and they need to they want to play maximum number of matches to get used to the conditions obviously having played 5 6 6 7 matches you know they have got used to the conditions but uh, they will need to sort of figure out if 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 a player can really step up in the absence of the others you know we haven't seen a day when um, you know uh, someone like hardik pandya or pollard have both failed on the same day so that will put undue pressure on someone like ronald pandya to perform and the other day we saw he scored 20 runs of four balls against siddharth kaul but um i don't think they're going to hide anything because right now they need uh, i think they will push on until they get eight wins both the capitals and the mumbai indians and for that to happen they will need to field their best uh, 11 so i don't think there's going to be any hiding of any sort maybe once they're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs uh, they'll probably try a couple of bench players but apart from that i think they're going to go with in with their best 11s uh, in every game that they play from now Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the game tonight. Uh, well, it's tonight for us, uh, CSK and um, RCB, and that one on Monday should be incredible. Really looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, uh, something that you mentioned uh, in your previous comments was about uh, how well Akshar and um, Ashwin played and the spinners are coming into it a little bit. We've been saying at the start uh, that uh, the pitches should be suiting um, the the slower bowlers but at the moment it's the paces that are taking all the wickets and doing the damage um is that surprised you uh, not really because uh, we were expecting the the pitches in uh, uh, you know uae to actually be more spin friendly and uh, sort of get the ball uh, coming onto the bat slower but that has started uh, becoming the trend of late you know we saw yesterday when Steve Smith saying as said that you know the ball was coming late onto the bat it was uh, it was a bit sticky and uh, but the pacers have got really good zip off the surface and the ball is carrying very well on to the uh, to the keeper it's coming on nicely onto the bat so i think um, the pacers have done really well so far uh, but i think the ball has started to spin a fair bit uh, we've seen bowlers getting a little bit of spin uh, in the matches that have happened so i think spinners will have quite a say in the games to come and uh, the pacers might need to start relying more on their variations uh, to be successful yeah it'll be good to see if um, as that change uh, starts happening and the pitches are used a lot more and um, if they do uh, change uh, that'll be really interesting 
Um, in terms of, uh, we've done this in the previous shows, and uh, I've picked uh, my match of the week and innings of the week. Uh, what have you been? Uh, what are your highlights of this week in terms of the innings that will stand out for you from this and the match? Um, I, I think uh, I think I'd probably go with two. One is uh, Virat Kohli's half century uh, that he scored. I think <laughs> it was a very crucial match for him because. Uh, solely because of the fact that he was coming into the match, having scored 18 runs of his first 29 balls, he really needed to bounce back into form because, you know, he's obviously the captain of the side. Uh, he needed to step up and step up he did because he scored that half century and took in really good form. And he followed it up with the 40, 43 as well. So, I think that is one. And the other one is Johnny Bairstow's 55 of 97 balls. You know, there's been a lot of chatter around, uh, you know, Sunrisers needing to add one more bowler to their side in Bowie's absence and probably the only scapegoat that they can have in that side uh, is either Williamson or Bairstow. But with Bairstow putting up that knock of 97 and the way he took on the bowlers, I mean, they weren't playing in uh, in, in very small boundaries. They were playing in, in the large boundary. So, I think he looked in fantastic form. Uh, he really <laughs> took on the bowlers uh, with aplomb, both spinners and the pacers. And... Uh, I think if, if he starts scoring in the way he did and David Warner complimented him, uh, this could be the reason why the Sunrisers Hyderabad come out of that rut of losing games. And if he starts putting such a confident show, I think the pressure will be off David Warner to score more and actually play that supporting role. So, I think that this could be the knock that really changes his uh, IPL uh, campaign. And um, so, these two are the standout knocks for me in this uh, competition. I mean, in yeah. this past week. If, if you're going to pick an RCEB player, I'm just going to add Treyas' innings against um, um, uh, KKR, uh, 88 yeah. um, of 38 balls. I have to add that one in. Um, it's only because you had an RCEB player in there, so I've got to add a Delhi Capitals player. Um, but uh, as always, uh, it's, it's been fascinating talking to you, But um, and a really uh, great insight as always. And uh, but. Uh, one final question for you, and um, it's maybe too early, but do you see that, I mean, we said at the start, well, I said at the start, I thought the tournament would be quite close with all the teams and squads, but we're already seeing a bit of a break between the bottom two and the top two. Are you seeing the league now sort of settling down and you can see where, you know, the, the, the Royals and um, Kings Eleven Punjab um, are going to be not in contention or do you think they've still got the chance because it's T20 you can get a momentum and start winning and like you said Gail could have an impact or do you see the league now sort of um, settling down and you can see the teams that are going to be battling out for third and fourth the top two are being settled and the bottom two are being settled yeah I think the Kingsland Punjab have uh, definitely dug themselves into a hole too deep for them to get out of it very easily I think uh, just Chris Gale coming to the side uh, won't do much for them because, I mean, he will obviously give them that firepower. But I think the real issue with them is their bowling and that they don't, they don't have a sixth bowling option if Chris Gale comes into the side. Unless they're okay to bench uh, someone like Prabhsim Singh and uh, KL Rahul takes back the gloves and they get back another Indian bowler. So, I think they still have a very unsettled uh, lineup and um, they could be in trouble. Similar is the case with the Royals, you know. Uh, They've looked really, really bad outside of Sharjah. And even in Sharjah yesterday, they didn't pick up a win. Uh, the bowling, again, has looked very patchy. Apart from Jofra Archer, there's been no one who's been able to make an impact. And in D20 cricket, you need at least two bowlers. You know, the third bowler probably chipping in with two, three overs to do well. Otherwise, you're never going to win a game. So, I think they definitely have that issue. So, the Royals and the Kingsland Punjab, I think, are looking slightly... Um, I mean, their chances of making the playoffs are looking slightly thin. Um, as for the Sunrisers, I think everything will hinge on their batting and uh, Rashid Khan's form. So, if, if teams manage to get a good start and get Rashid Khan bowling early, I think uh, they'll be able to play him out and sort of make the most of the overs that are to come. But Rashid Khan in the top order for Sunrisers will be very critical and uh, I think they'll need to sort that out. But yeah, I, I feel that the top four will probably be um, DC, Mumbai, RCB and uh, KKR. I think these four teams will probably make the playoffs because going by the current scenario, the Chennai Super Kings don't have the bowling as well. You know, I mean, we have spoken about the middle order being a little fragile, but the bowling also hasn't made too much of an impact. Deepak Chahar without swing has looked very, very poor. Shardul Takur has got like a couple of wickets, but again, he's not consistent. So, I think CSK as well, they have their inconsistencies and uh, 
I feel those four teams might just make the cut uh, into the playoffs. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. And um, well, these uh, past few weeks have absolutely flown by, and we've got lots more cricket to look forward to, not just this weekend, but the next few weeks. And um, my week flies by because I know on Saturday I'll, I'll be speaking to you to get my dose of IPL uh, insight. So, as always, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Rasan, and um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I know it might be a nervous one, but I think you're going to go into the second game very confident. So you hopefully will have a uh, not too stressful uh, second half of today. But uh, fantastic again speaking to you, my friend. Uh, stay safe and uh, we'll catch up again next week. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, I can't thank you enough. You know, it's obviously a lot of fun talking to you. Uh, always Always a fun discussion and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll come out of the winning side uh, in today's game and uh, the Delhi captains will get the better of the Mumbai Indians purely based on the fact that it's Hardwick Pandya's birthday. So, <laughs> let's see. I think a very fun week coming ahead and um, hopefully we'll have some good cricket. So, thanks for having me again and uh, take care. I'll see you soon. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. See you.